Good afternoon, Patriots. It's Scott here from Woke Societies. If you were watching closely, there was a lot of doom and gloom on Twitter originating from an Axios article saying Durham and Barr will not have indictments before the election. A lot of people were discouraged by this news, but not yours truly. And you want to know why? Secretary of State Mike Pompeo announced he will be releasing all 33,000 emails from Hillary Clinton's private server to the public and will be out before the election. This is huge. It's time to bring the pain. We are also going to be discussing the Whitmere kidnapping attempt, the infamous Steve Scully tweet saying he was hacked, and all the latest drops from you know who. But first, a word from today's sponsor. Today, ladies and gentlemen, as I've been doing all week, check out the FlipCityMag.com, Flip City Magazine, America's Last Laugh. You can see the link in the description below. They are today's sponsor. They are a comedy satire magazine made by two beautiful patriots out in California who are completely independent and making a magazine for you and the entire family. It is Mad Magazine on steroids. And to give you guys an idea of what this magazine is going to include in the newest issue, which is set to come out any day now, it's going to be Halloween-themed as expected. We have Ruled by Ghouls featuring Mayor Gory uh, Frightfoot. And, of course, we got Gavin Gruesome and none other than Bill Dead Bazio. Really funny. This is kind of this is stuff you're going to be seeing in the magazine. And again, this is why I'm saying it's for you and the family. This is something you put on the shelf. It's a snapshot of history, and you can always go back to it years from now and look back at these times to have a good laugh. So, Scott, how much is this beautiful magazine? Well, when you go over to FlipCityMag.com, you're going to see their subscription link, which is right here. But you're also going to see snippets from their previous magazine, so you guys can get your feet wet and see what you can expect when you get this in the mail. So, when you click this link, it'll bring you to your uh, the description page with their pricing and ladies and gentlemen you cannot beat this price it is $29.99 for six issues that is a full year subscription this gets mailed to you in a beautiful package and when the magazine is in your hands guys i'm telling you it feels great it looks great it's it looks so professional you will not be disappointed but if you don't want the full subscription full year subscription for $29.99 you can always get a single issue as well and the best part is, ladies and gentlemen, they are now shipping international so the entire world can laugh at the people we talk about on this channel and make fun of all over the world. So you can't get much better than that. So check them out, ladies and gentlemen. This is FlipCityMag.com, America's Last Laugh. And remember, when you support my sponsors, you are supporting Woke Society. So thank you for that. So ladies and gentlemen, as I always like to do, we need to, uh, we need to completely... Uh, expose the mainstream media for what it is, as I always like to do on this channel. There was nothing worse yesterday that I could find than this man, Keith Olbermann, um, quoting and calling Trump supporters maggots and a bunch of other disgusting, crazy things, and that we should be expelled from society. If you're not, this is this episode is going to be packed full of content, packed full of stuff to look forward to, and we're going to end on an encouraging note, but Let's dive into this asshole first, and let's just look at what this guy had to say here. So I'm going to play this video, and I'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. Take a watch. Trump can be and must be expunged. The hate he has triggered, the Pandora's box he has opened, they will not be so easily destroyed. So let us brace ourselves. The task is twofold. The terrorist Trump must be defeated, must be destroyed, must be devoured at the ballot box. And then he and his enablers and his supporters and his collaborators and the Mike Lees and the William Barrs and the Sean Hannity's and the Mike Pence's and the Rudy Giuliani's and the Kyle Rittenhouse's and the Amy Coney Barrett's must be prosecuted and convicted and removed from our society while we try to rebuild it 
and to rebuild the world Trump has nearly destroyed by turning it over to a virus. Remember it. Even as we dream of a return to reality and safety and the country for which our forefathers died, that the fight is not just to win an election, but to win it by enough to chase, at least for a moment, Trump and the maggots off the stage and then try to clean up what they left. Remember, people, people like this are the main reason that I started my channel, because I guess maggots like this are causing so much change there. They can't help but to call us out and to completely try to destroy our morale. It's not going to happen. We're going to end today's week off with a good note. Pain is coming. Let's do this. Thanks for tuning in to the land of the real. But it's like the twilight zone. The plan is surreal. It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed. Bring it all to light. All the plans they conceal. Grab your flashlight. It's time to go down the rabbit hole. It's dark and hell is hot. Dealing with satanic souls. The tide is turning. Patriots are now in control. Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fold. Stay woke. Open up your eyes and keep them healed. All they do is lie. Realize not everything is real. Through projects looking glass. The future is revealed. Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Hope society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now. Enjoy the show, severe and non on the mic. So come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow. All right, I'm pumped up, ladies and gentlemen. I'm happy. I'm excited to where things are going. I am comfy as all hell, and I hope you are all too. So thank you, everybody, for joining the podcast and YouTube channel today. Like, share, subscribe, tell everyone about Woke Society, and let them know we are the news now. I love this beat. I want to rock out to it. It's great. So you guys have seen I have a new uh, layout as well. It looks a lot more better than black, and it moves. So don't be too distracted by it, but it looks a lot better. It goes in my background, so looks great everyone on the podcast join over the youtube watch me on video it's a lot of fun so yes we have uh olberman here saying terrorist trump must be defeated and his enablers and his supporters and the mike lees the william barrett bars and the kyle rittenhouses and the amy comey barrett's must be prosecuted what did i, I want to know what did amy Bar- uh, coney barrett do to be prosecuted besides being uh, nominated to uh to be the next supreme court justice are these people this crazy? They actually are. And because he got on here, I just want to put out here the true face of what Keith Olbermann looks like and what he sh- actually looks like behind scenes. Look at this. Trump can be and must be expunged. <laughs> you clown. The he has triggered, the Pandora's box he has opened, they will not be so easily destroyed. So <laughs> let us brace ourselves. You guys get the point. This, it's, it's people like this and an even daily caller because uh, Keith Oldman said, tell your identi- identity uh, thief founder, Tucker Carlson, that we appreciate the pub. And daily caller responded, no, Keith, thank you. Being a crazy modern day Bolshevik who wants to remove your political opponents from society is giving us content. And why is it? Why is it a common theme between these people, especially from the ones on the left and especially miserable, disgusting people like Keith here? that want to just extinguish us completely out of society and just what make, where are we going? They, they just want to extinguish us completely out of society and make us disappear so they can rebuild the country into the communist, into the communist nation that they wanted to. That's exactly what this is. So I will never, never miss an opportunity to oust someone like that. And I hope you guys got a laugh at that as much as I did, because when people get that much hate, 
I just can't help but laugh because I know, and I know most of you out there, we're all in a much better place than where that man is. We have confidence that everything's going to work out. We need to trust the plan. It's going to be all good. So where I want to go from here is this crazy story about uh, Gretchen Whitmere. Supposedly there was a uh, there was a kidnapping, a, a legit kidnapping attempt um, by by a certain group, which we're going to get into this group here, that was labeled and used as uh, that you'll see from Gretchen Whitmere here, Whitmere here that she was trying to label it as a uh, group that was supporting Trump. This was the original uh, message that she was putting out. So let's dive into the details here in case you guys didn't see the story. Brandon Caserta, this is from the New York Post, accused of Gretchen Whitmere kidnap plot. Trump is a tyrant. I don't know how Trump got wrapped up in this, but apparently he's a tyrant because some random group attempted to supposedly kidnap Whitmere here. One of one of the militiamen accused of plotting to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmere railed that President Trump was a tyrant and called all government workers your enemy. Video circulating on social media appears to show Brandon Caserta expressing his anti-government, anti-Trump views. Trump is not your friend, dude, Caserta says with an anarchist flag hanging behind him. It amazes me that people actually like, believe that when he's shown over and over again that he's a tyrant. Every single person that works for government is your enemy, dude. This is the guy that was leading this kidnapping attempt. Those are his quotes. He also rants about getting robbed by government thugs for some made-up traffic violation after receiving a traffic ticket. Caserta's alleged views surface amid Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden and Whitmere both blaming Trump for inspiring the sick scheme as they claim he failed to denounce white supremacy and extremism in the U.S. They're still going with that. Trump has said, I don't know how many times he denounces all white supremacists and racism, but you know, We'll keep going here. Caserta was among 13 men busted by the feds Thursday who planned to kidnap Whitmere and storm the Capitol building in Michigan in hopes of sparking a civil war. Seven of the defendants who were linked to a militia group, this is a great name, called the Wolverine Watchmen. (laughs) Now, my first question is, what the hell are you going to get out of uh, kidnapping uh, Whitmere? Who the hell wants her? Does her husband even want her? I doubt it. I doubt it. I don't know. That was my first question. But the thing is here, the Dems never miss an opportunity to spin this, spin a situation like this and turn it against Trump somehow and somehow try to tie Trump to the Wolverine Watchmen group. That's a different one. That's a good one. I haven't heard that one yet. I haven't heard that one. But the funny thing is, we're looking into this guy, right? Brandon Caserta. And immediately, immediately it was over Twitter that th- this group was tied to Trump. And because when Trump on the debate said the other day, uh, a couple weeks ago to to the Proud Boys supposedly to stand by and, and, and stand down. Uh, these were marching orders of supposedly for every group out there that is uh, that is that is racist and, you know, This whole entire narrative, it's really disgusting. But when you watch the video of this guy, and we're going to show it in just a minute here, you see an anarchist flag behind behind him, and he is literally saying Trump is not your friend. He's clearly not against Trump, so who is he really for? Who is he really for? He says Trump's a tyrant, and this is the video of him right here. Here it is. Trump is not your friend, dude. And it's it amazes me that people actually, like, believe that. When he's shown over and over and over again that he's a tyrant, every single person that works for government is your enemy, dude. So this was the leader of the group of the Wolverine Watchmen. 
<laughs> and this is where they were trying. This is the uh, person that was organizing. And this was an actual, this was real. I thought this was some kind of, a, of event that we, you know, was trying to distract us and to take our eyes off everything. But um, supposedly him and his group actually staked out her house and was having legitimate plans to uh, kidnap her. And I don't know, get ransom for her. I have no idea what they plan on doing with her. But either way, uh, the feds cracked down and they arrested him and his entire group. The only reason why I'm bringing this up here is because I'm, I, saw, I saw this coming a mile away that this group that literally denounces Trump and anything that Trump stands for, somehow, someway, uh, Whitmer here changes and warps the narrative to fit that Trump, this is part of the Trump's group. And this because of Trump's rhetoric, groups like this are taking up arms and trying to carry out these evil, evil acts against government and myself. So this is Governor Whitmer here calling for unity. And then all of a sudden just start slamming Trump out of left field. Take a watch. This should be a moment for national unity where we all pull together as Americans to meet this challenge head on with the same might and muscle that put a man on the moon. Okay. Seeing the humanity in one another sure. and doing our part to help our country get through this. Instead, our head of state has spent the past seven months denying science, ignoring his own health experts, science. stoking distrust, fomenting <laughs> anger, and giving comfort to those who spread fear and hatred and division. Just last week, the President of the United States stood before the American people and refused to condemn white supremacists and hate groups like these two Michigan militia groups. Stand back and stand by, he told them. Stand back and stand by. Now, for everyone out on the podcast, there is a there is a, a woman that's doing sign language behind her, and she to me, everyone out on YouTube can see her. She looks like a lizard woman, and she I was watching her more than Whitmere here because Whitmere here is just all she's doing is spewing venom, venom and just nonsense. But it, she, <laughs> the the sign language people, I, I have to give you guys credit. If anyone of you out there that do that, kudos to you. That's got to be a hard job, but my God, this is this is where she's going with it. Somehow she uh, she painted Trump as the leader of these groups. Somehow to these two groups, the 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 Wolverine Watchmen um, to stand by and to stand down. And it just it's such a sad, pathetic attempt. And it got such a reaction that where Trump actually tweeted out to Whitmer and called her out. Trump says here, Governor Whitmer of Michigan has done a terrible job. She locked down her state for everyone except her husband's boating activities. <laughs> Trump's back, baby. The federal government provided tremendous help to. To the great people of Michigan, my Justice Department and federal law enforcement announced today that they foiled a dangerous plot against the governor of Michigan. Rather than say thank you, she calls me a white supremacist. While Biden and Democrats refuse to condemn Antifa, anarchists, looters, and mobs that burn down Democrat cities, I do not tolerate any extreme violence. Defending all Americans, even those who oppose and attack me, is what I will always do as your president. Governor Whitmere, open up your state, open up your schools, and open up your churches. What an awesome Trump calculated response that was. And you know what? How can Trump not despise 
governors like Whitmer here. And by the way, Whitmer has uh, gotten her her, uh, her some of her power stripped by the the courts out in uh, out where she is because she wanted to impose more lockdowns and was deemed unconstitutional and deemed unconstitutional the entire time she was enacting it. So Whitmer here not looking so good in front of the uh, in, in front of the country as a whole. Not many Democrats looking good as a whole um, that are running these uh, these uh, cities that are they're still still having uh, problems with looting, Antifa, all that good stuff, right? All that good stuff. So let's transition here to one more story, and then we're going to get into the Hillary Clinton emails. If you guys didn't see, there was a story out here. Now, we all knew, we were all talking about the debates. If you guys don't know, by the way, the debates have been canceled uh, between Biden and Trump as far as coming together and having a debate. So each of them are going to hold a different, uh, either a rally or a different event um, separately for their for their base on on uh, I think it's next Tuesday still or next Wednesday whatever the date is but that's that's where they're at now it's officially canceled the uh, you know the lopsided uh, committee the debate committee is still blaming COVID and Trump I don't know if Trump refuses to test or whatever but they're still saying either way even if Trump doesn't or does have it we don't want him around Joe Biden and this was their excuse to canceling it so. The moderator for that was Steve Scully, who we showed. I showed pictures of him last week at a uh, bash of Steve Scully and Joe Biden at a party together. So we've been talking about forever since Chris Wallace came on stage. Why is the deck always stacked against Trump? No matter where it is, no matter what network it is, there's always something stacked up against him. And Steve Scully was supposed to be the second moderator for this incoming debate next week. And we all know he's buddy-buddy with Joe Biden. So why the hell, why the hell can't we just get someone, for the love of God, that's in the middle that can give both candidates a fair shot. We know the answer, but the really the really eye-opening story that I'm about to show you here is this story from Fox News. Steve Scully believes Scaramucci tweet was result of a hack authorities investigating C-SPAN says. So Steve Scully put out a tweet, a tweet that we all believe he wrote himself, and then it was quickly deleted. He deleted all of his Twitter history yesterday, and he was saying that he was supposedly, quote-unquote, hacked. What am I talking about? This is what I'm talking about here. C-SPAN host Steve Scully believes his Twitter account was hacked. The network announced in statement Friday in the aftermath of a tweet sent from his account to former White House Communications Director Anthony Scaramucci. Scaramucci that raised questions of impartiality. Scully did not originate the tweet, C-SPAN claimed, adding that the commission of on presidential debates was investigating the incident with the help of authorities who were unidentified. Scully himself did not immediately comment. And this was the BS tweet that C-SPAN used to defend him. The now-deleted tweet sent Thursday night said, at Scaramucci, should I respond to Trump? It was a very, this was the whole entire tweet right here in question. Scully here said, because Trump was tweeting at, at Scaramucci and him and Scully, saying this is completely unfair. Why can't I get somebody that's down the middle that's not friends with Joe Biden to moderate a debate, right? And Scully here said, should I respond to Trump, showing he has ties to these, these, this commission debate, to CNN, to all these, to all these, all these uh, networks that we all know are completely lopsided, will never give Trump a chance. So he got exposed. He got exposed, and they're saying this little line here, should I respond to Trump? This was the, twi- uh, the tweet in question, and he's saying he got hacked. And it sent a whole entire wave throughout Trump and Don Trump Jr. was railing, and Grinnell was also railing that this is absolutely ridiculous. And he actually, Anthony Scaramucci here, he actually responded to ignore he's having a hard enough time, some more bad stuff about to go down. And it was really ridiculous. 
really ridiculous this response so we're all seeing we're all seeing how lopsided and how stacked the deck is against trump that these people we're all saying they're friends Scully is friends with Joe Biden. They're all friends with these uh, CNN pundits, the fake news media. And they're literally, because the guy doesn't know how to use a direct message on Twitter, tweets it out to the entire world. He's It could have been most likely by accident. Instead, he says he's hacked and all this tweet, Twitter history is just magically gone overnight. It's unbelievable how stupid these people are. How stupid are they? And this was the uh, tweet here. That, that triggered the, the response. Steve Scully, the Never Trumper, next debate moderator, got caught cold, pulled out the old I've been hacked line. <laughs> that never works. His bosses are furious at him as he's lost all credibility. So we have Chris Wallace here that's lost all credibility. And now Steve Scully has lost all credibility. Trump is a storm that cannot be handled by anybody. He is literally a force of nature. And it's so fun to watch an outsider this is what an outsider does to the establishment. They cannot control. They cannot put them in the box that they've, they've had all these previous uh, presidential candidates and presidents in before. They were all cut from the same cloth, but not Trump, not Trump. So it's just really funny to see how this was playing out. And Donald Trump said, Donald Trump Jr. literally said, if this was a hack tweet, you need to let the FBI know. You need to let Twitter know. Have you done that? And this is what we saw in response. This is Technofog's update. We asked debate commissioner co-chair Frank uh, Farenkoff two questions on the Steve Scully hack. Have the authorities been notified? Will the debate commission make sure the hackers are brought to justice? His response is call C-SPAN. It's a joke. And Donald Trump Jr. said even here, he's still going today. If he was hacked, he should report this to the FBI ASAP. This could be Russian or Chinese election interference. If he doesn't report to the FBI, presumably, he's more worried about filing a false report, though they wouldn't prosecute them anyway. Which one is it, Steve? The debate commission has been exposed. Scully has been exposed. There was no hack tweet. There was no hack tweet. That The whole hacking of tweets was something I would have believed 10 years ago. Because if you haven't been on the internet or, or, or social media that long, this has been a trick that's been used for people who have, uh, have had sex tapes released, um, scandalous photos released. It always goes back to the old, I got hacked. It wasn't me that put this out there. It's a joke. They got exposed. And it was really fun to watch them uh, completely collapse in real time. But now the whole point of this saying this, Trump is going to hold something on his own at the White House. It's going to be fantastic. Whatever it is, is going to be better than the debate than what we would have gotten with Joe Biden and Trump together. Because it's going to be nothing. If, if the event was to happen, it's going to be nothing. It's going to be exactly what we saw the first time. Them giving softball meatball questions to Joe Biden and, and them going after Trump. It's a, it's a joke. I'd rather have Trump do his own thing because it's always going to be better, better anyways. All right, got that story out of the way. I want to just get that across there. You guys will be updated on everything by the end of this episode today. So let's get into the meat and potatoes of the episode, shall we? So as I was uh, was watching everything, lurking on Twitter, uh, just following news stories as I always do all day long, there was a story coming out here by Axios, who is always a questionable questionable mainstream outlet. They are they're in, they're no better than New York Times, Washington Post. They're always spinning some negative uh, negative vibes on our movement and trying to put a wet blanket on all the momentum of D-Class and all the stuff that's been coming out, right? So this is what started the huge shit show that was uh, Twitter yesterday. Bartels Republicans Durham report won't be ready 
by election. This is the Axios article. And I'm just going to read one paragraph here because it's not worth reading the rest of it. Attorney General Bill Barr has begun telling top Republicans, never list who these people are, that the Justice Department's sweeping review into the origins of the Russia investigation will not be released before the election. A senior White House official and a congressional aide briefed on the conversations tell Axios. It's always anonymous sources. They never put names on any of their sources ever in any mainstream outlet. It never happens. So this gets out. And I love Paul Sperry. He's a great follow on Twitter. He's always uh, breaking good news. But this set off an entire uh, domino effect of negative things, especially within our movement, saying, look, Barr and Durham are washed up. They were never going to show this stuff before the election. We're, this is uh, killing Trump's momentum. Why isn't this stuff? It's, not, it's been 19 months, blah, blah, blah. They should have had this done right now. Why are they so, th- the whole argument of, why is Barr and Durham so more protective of the uh, the DOJ and the FBI establishment as a in the Justice Department as a whole than getting the truth out to the public? This is these are the arguments that I was seeing yesterday, and when I'm seeing this, like I said before, all I'm seeing when I'm reading this is a is the media because they're trying to throw a wet blanket on everything right now. They can't they can't come at us with facts, so they're going to sh- throw these monkey wrenches out here, like the Axios report and. Pretty much say, hey, guys, you know those indictments that you all want? Yeah, they're not happening before the election. This is to instill fear and doubt. This is to trigger emotions. This is why you got to be careful when you read these articles and to look at the overall picture. But this is what we were seeing. Paul Sperry here. I'm going to show some of the tweets he's putting out here because I wanted to block him this morning because he's still going. Many of the people Durham has been investigating for surveillance and other abuses of power and interference in the last election are advising Biden's campaign and likely will come aboard a Biden administration and gain influence to squash their own investigations, including Biden himself. And the other one here, Durham has been at this at this since April 2019 and has done a disservice to the American people by not re- releasing his Spygate report well ahead of the 2020 presidential election so they can factor it into how they will vote this November. Ex-CIA analyst and NSC chief of staff, Fred Fleets. So these were the tweets that were coming out. And when you have... Oh, water just fell down. When you have a following that's uh, that's pretty decent on any social media, you get a lot of emails, you get a lot of uh, DMs, you get a lot of tweets saying, "Oh my God, Scott, what's going on here? What's going on here? They're not gonna get. They're not gonna get the indictments. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Barr and Durham are all trash. They're assholes. I, this is everything I was seeing yesterday. Ladies and gentlemen, everyone, calm the hell down. Calm the hell down. It's going to be fine. We cannot base our entire faith, as long as we've come this far, almost four years, right? Base our faith on an Axios report saying that with no sources, as always, that Barr and Durham are going to give no indictments before the election. Now, that might be true still. That might be true. But I'm telling you, everybody, it doesn't matter. None of this stuff matters unless Trump is reelected. So for me, this is all I am focused on right now is getting the getting the truth out there and trying to get as many people as I can to help get Trump reelected. Because if he does get reelected, none of this stuff matters. The emails, the indictments, none of this matters. So that's that's where my head's at. That's where my 40,000-foot view is at. That is number one priority. So whether they come or not before or after, it doesn't matter to me. And that's what I'm trying to get across to people. But this, So this news came out. Everyone's kind of feeling a little negative, a little bit discouraged. And what do we find out in the middle of the day? This is what we find out. Mike Pompeo comes on Fox News and drops a bomb and says he is going to publicly release all of Hillary's emails. If you guys didn't see this, you're going to see it right now. 
This was the clip from yesterday. Here we go. State of this investigation into Hillary Clinton's emails at the State Department. So, Daniel, you'll remember, I, I was close to this even when I was a member of Congress when I served on the Benghazi Committee now, what seems like uh, a little bit time ago. Uh, we've got the emails. We're getting them out. We're going to get all this information out so the American people can see it. Uh, you'll remember, uh, there was classified information on a private server. It should have never been there. Uh, Hillary Clinton should never have done that. It was unacceptable behavior. It's, it's not the kind of thing that leaders do. They don't put that kind of information out. And you can see whether it's Russia or China or Iran or the North Koreans who want to get their hands on this kind of information. Classified information needs to stay in the right places. Secretary Clinton, when she was here at the State Department, did not do that. The president has the authority to declassify anything he wants. All authority is to him. Could he declassify it and order it released if he wanted to and if he ordered? Absolutely. We're, we're going to get there. We're going to get this information out so the American people can see it. If he were to order that, would there be concerns about um, maybe health and safety of sources and, or methods uh, that could possibly be in these emails if there's classified information? So, Dana, I've, I've been at this a long time with President Trump for four years now almost. I've never seen him do anything that would put any kind of asset, any kind of one of our officers in any harm's way. He, he, he wouldn't do that. We'll get the information out that needs to get out. We'll do it in a way that protects the in intelligence sources that we need to protect. And last question on that. Will that happen before the election? Doing it as fast as we can. I certainly, I certainly think there'll be more to see before the election. There it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. There will certainly be more things to see before the election. So this is where I'm at with it. I will take any victory, any kind of D-class, any kind of transparency into what happened with Hillary what happened with Spygate, the origins of it. I don't care if it doesn't bring indictments beforehand or after. It does not matter to me. What matters to me is the people getting the story right. I was the one before I did all this was the one that was all wrapped up into the uh, into the uh, Democrat Kool-Aid. And until I started, until Robert Mueller's report came out, until I really started to see the lopsided uh, false negative news that I was able to debunk myself and realizing the true story is not what's being told to us. This is what ultimately red-pilled me. And for, for anybody out there, if we're going to truly change this country, we need to wake people up. They need to know the truth. So any transparency that helps clear that up, who that helps clear all the brainwashing that's been done for uh, decades and even up to the last three years about this Russia hoax that can, be, that can help clear that up, I'm all for it. Let it drop. Let it come a day before the election. I don't care when it comes out. Don't care. But in regards to this, there was a drop that came out yesterday, which I'm the drops that are going to be discussed today, they're going to be sprinkled out throughout the episodes. So this is the first one. 4845 dropped yesterday saying, Roger that, Madam Secretary. C equals classified state. And there's a tweet here and a Business Insider article that were linked in this, in this uh, drop that we're going to cover as well. It says, Clinton Foundation plus Soros, journalist, director, Africa, uh, it says essay. So I think essay means Saudi Arabia, China, Russia, Yuan, Hussein, uh, Benghazi, MB, CIA assets, crime against humanity, route hum, uh, Huma and Wiener backup. Nothing is ever truly deleted. Threats, blackmail, and bribes. And in this drop, a link here, a tweet is linked here from Hillary Clinton back on March 4th of 2015. I want the public to see my email. I asked the state to release them. They said they will review them for release as soon as possible. Interesting. And this is exactly why our favorite Anon said, Roger that, Madam Secretary. And when they're talking about the C letter, 
equaling classified, it's going to this Business Insider article right here. It says, Hillary Clinton said she didn't know what the C markings and email stood for. That's pretty ridiculous. Hillary Clinton told investigators that she wasn't aware that a C marking and email she received on her private server indicated that the information was classified at the confidential level, according to documents that the FBI released on Friday. The State Department determined that one email chain contained information that is classified at the, conf- uh, at the confidential level, according to documents. But the emails apparently didn't contain any header or footer markings indicating that some information in the message was classified. So our favorite Anon is saying, you wanted these out back in 2015? It's coming out. Roger that, Madam Secretary. And when they're starting to list here in the drop what these emails are going to contain, we have Soros, journalists, um, operations in Africa, Saudi Arabia, China, Russia, Uranium One, Hussein, which this has got to mean Barack, I'm assuming, Benghazi, CIA assets, Crimes Against Humanity, which we know would probably involve children. Huma, and talking about the Wiener backup, they said nothing is ever truly deleted. Threats, blackmail, and bribes. This is what's going to be coming out, ladies and gentlemen, in the new emails. It's going to have everything, and hopefully it's going to be enough to get the ball rolling, even if indictments don't come, but it'll be enough uh, blood in the water for for all of us out here to carry this momentum that we're carrying with all the D-class we've been getting on the origins of, of Spygate. So this things are getting really, really interesting. And you cannot be discouraged, ladies and gentlemen. You cannot be discouraged. There has been no comment from Hillary Clinton or Bill Clinton or anybody, anybody on this in response to this. And I don't think Mike Pompeo is bluffing here. A lot of people think this came out because the, uh, the wet blanket news about Barr and Durham not getting indictments up for the election they're, they're, we're seeing reports that this could be a head fake uh, to keep uh, Trump's base encouraged, which I don't think we're going to need anyways. We're going to vote. They're going, we're going to go out and vote anyways regardless. It's going to be a landslide. But I truly believe this is going to come out, and I really believe it's going to come out right before the election. And how funny would it be, because I just told you, Trump's going to be doing his own thing at the White House next week. I would love if these emails came out next week, and you have him and Kaylee, the press secretary, out on the, on the balcony with a huge screen and it's just going to be it's just going to be a powerpoint slide a powerpoint presentation and each slide is going to be each email from Hillary Clinton and Trump's going to be the one going through each one on live television how awesome would that be or Trump just goes and starts tweeting out every email from the Hillary Clinton server himself on Twitter oh my gosh that would be ridiculous absolutely ridiculous to be the most Trump thing to do the most Trump thing to do. So we're going to have to see what happens. As your favorite Anon says, and Trump says, let's see what happens. Now, let's transition here because remember, remember Pelosi was saying she had she has arrows, arrows in her quiver for certain situations for Trump. And we were all wondering what that was. Well, it's looking very clear now that the 25th Amendment bill was the arrow that she was planning on for Trump in case COVID didn't get him first. And what am I talking about? Let's look at this. Pelosi, this is not about President Trump, she says, and it's all about President Trump. She's a bold-faced liar. He will face the judgment of the voters, but he shows the need to create a process for future presidents. A president's fitness for office must be determined by science and facts. So the, what they're going to be doing going through here is they're going to bring this 25th Amendment up, which you want to talk about election interference. They want to bash Trump for getting a... Uh, Amy Comey, Amy Comey, uh, Coney Barrett and for the Supreme Court nomination. 
and they're saying this is uh, this is in, uh, election interference. And you want to talk about saying that Trump isn't medically or you know physically fit to lead the country because he has COVID, and we're going to have to uh, think of other options, backup plans to replace him. This is what the Twenty Fifth Amendment is in regards to. Listen to her talk about this. This is not about President Trump. He will face the judgment of the voters. But he, uh, he shows the need for us to create a process for future presidents. Throughout America's history, our leaders have created and strengthened guardrails in the Constitution to ensure stability and continuity of government in times of crisis. The 25th Amendment creates a path preserving stability if a president suffers a crippling physical or mental problem and is, unquote, in the amendment, unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office and transfers his powers. That's where they were. That's this is where Nancy's going. This was her backup plan. This was the Dems backup plan. This is probably their six or seventh backup plan. I don't know how many cards they have left to, to go here. It's really Really pathetic. And from the sharp edge here, this is what she called Pelosi's arrow. And this is exactly what it is. Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Congressman Jamie Raskin will hold a press conference tomorrow talking about this, which you just saw, to discuss the introduction of the Commission on Presidential Capacity to Discharge the Powers and Duties of Office Act. They want to try to, this is right here, the body and process called for the 25th Amendment in the United States Constitution to enable Congress to help ensure effective and uninterrupted leadership in the highest office in the executive branch of government. They are trying to, they're going to try to use this to say Trump is unfit, mentally, physically incapable of carrying out his duties. And we need to come up with uh, these backup plans of transferring power to other people. This is where she's going with this. But the really interesting thing about all this is a recent drop here that came out also. uh, This came out two days ago. It says, was the 25th Amendment arrow in the quiver planned? How long ago was it expected POTUS would be in a critical health state uh, in regards to COVID-19 recovery, his recovery unexpected, impossible to unwind next mentally incapacitated C-19 language. People are dying safety and security to the well-being combat tactics, Mr. Ryan. And we went over this drop uh, on my last episode, but I want to bring up here is the question that was asked recovery unexpected. To me, when this question is asked by her favorite Anon, to me, was there was there something planted? Was did something happen to Trump where he got this virus on purpose? Or was Trump already previously exposed to this virus? Remember he was talking about HCQ and how he was taking HCQ to help him with the virus um, earlier in the year. What I'm thinking here is that he might have caught it or there might have been other attempts on him to get this virus. Because of his age, the high risk, um, him being in his 70s, they thought he would be severely disabled by this or completely incapacitated to where they would take his power away um, because of this, this virus. And they say recovery unexpected. And remember, when he went to Walter Reed, he got this Regeneron uh, medication, which he is now promising to make free to all seniors now. He recovered from this in two days, which if you look at, I watched the uh, Table of Titans show um, with uh, with Ardok, Hulkinator, Space Shot. There, Ardok was literally talking about it's impossible for Trump to beat this virus because it takes six to eight weeks for antibodies 
to learn and memorize the virus to combat it if it were to come up again after you get it the first time. So for Trump to recover in two days, two or three days with that data, it tells us that he has gotten the virus possibly before. It was just never reported. And the reason why they're saying recovery was unexpected, the Dems had no idea, the Deep State had no idea this was going on. And they're saying, is this now impossible to unwind? They weren't planning on Trump recovering. And as far as the air on the quiver, the 25th Amendment, I think, is their last shot at whatever whatever their plan is to get Trump out. It tells me there's been some hit jobs behind the scenes to get him out before, which is very scary, but it looks like it's impossible to unwind. This is military precision, uh, precision, um, military precision planning going on here, without a doubt. There's no way you can plan this far out. You have to have... Um, some pretty high-ranking people playing this stuff out that know what they're doing to carry out years-long operations like this. I can't think of anything else it could be besides a miracle act of God, but there's way too many instances, way too many coincidences going on here. So was this Nancy Nancy Pelosi's last uh, arrow in her quiver to throw a monkey wrench into Trump and his whole entire operation and him getting reelected? I think this was it. I think this was it. Trump getting the virus has completely helped him. It's humanized him to be um, to look more relatable now to people that might have been on the fence about getting it. And the best part about it is, think about this. Trump already has the virus. and He's already gotten it. He's already recovered from it. So he's already gotten it. Chances are you're not going to get it again. But think about Joe Biden. Remember, he has pre-existing conditions with, uh, with blood clots in his lungs. Would you think it would look good to the nation if someone like Joe Biden, who hasn't gotten the virus yet, for someone like him, who has a lot of precondition, uh, a lot of pre-existing conditions to catch the Rona? I think it makes him look almost weaker now that Trump has got the virus and he's fully recovered, and now he's going to be back out on stage. Just my thoughts, ladies and gentlemen. Just my two cents here. So, to wrap up the episode, I want to just go through a blitz here of news articles, and we'll wrap up the show. And check this out. This is from Yelp. Their new practices, everyone knows Yelp. They're that online reviewing for uh, restaurants, hotels, everything. Yelp is now going forward, and this is from directly from their Twitter here, saying, now when a business gains attention for reports of racist conduct, Yelp will place a new business, a new business accused of racist behavior alert on their Yelp page to inform users along with a link to a news article where they can learn more. So Yelp now, you don't, do you think this would be taken advantage of? And to Yelp, it does not matter. Your business can now be labeled as a business accused of racist behavior alert. And this could be simply maybe because you have a flag supporting uh, police, an American flag, a Trump flag. This will now get you labeled as a business accused of racist behavior. Can you talk about lawsuits, slander, defamation? They're actually rolling this out. And it didn't take Antifa more than a day to build up list here. This is from Andy No. After Yelp announced plans to place alerts on businesses accused of racist behavior, an Antifa group responsible for organizing the violent Portland riots is now compiling a blacklist of pro-police and anti-Black Lives Matter companies. It's It blows my mind. It blows my mind, but it really doesn't because now more than ever, you guys are aware of Discord, their chatting groups, a huge sweep of, of censorship went through Discord yesterday, uh, banning people, banning groups, saying any, it's, it's not just Discord, it's eBay, it's Yelp here, 
It's all these all these uh, businesses, online businesses, uh, even Etsy said they're going to completely ban anything with the 17th letter and label it as hate speech and and uh, harmful content. It's always harmful content. We all got demonetized early in the year on YouTube. All the creators got the same exact email saying our content was harmful. All of it. This is all the rhetoric they're using. So it's getting worse. This is why we need to put on our camo and crack down. Now, it wouldn't be an episode without Joe Biden in it. Uh, Joe Biden and it making a gaffe and making a fool of himself. The question that Joe Biden has been asked many times about packing the courts, he refuses to answer. And in this video, he says the voters don't deserve to know. Take a watch and listen to this. To interview Biden one on one and ask him if he plans to pack the Supreme Court with more justices if he wins. Here was that exchange. Sir, I've got to ask you about packing the courts. And I know that you said yesterday you aren't going to answer the question until after the election. But this is the number one thing that I've been asked about from viewers uh, in the past couple of days. Well, you've been asked by the viewers who are probably Republicans who don't want me continuing to talk about what they're doing to the court right now. Well, sir, don't the voters deserve to know? No, they don't. I'm not going to play his game. He'd love me to talk uh, about, and I've, I've already said something on, on Corpac. He'd love that to be the discussion instead of what he's doing now. He's about, to, he's about to make a pick in the middle of an election, first time it's ever been done. No, it's first not. Time in history. It's been done many times, many times. And again, a master of deflection. This is what a 47-year uh, politician looks like, a master of deflection. And just don't want to talk about my problems, just want to talk about Trump. This is, this is their plan. That's their plan. And you know what? Just one more for Joe Biden. This was him yesterday, literally taking his mask off. He takes his mask off, coughs in his hand, and puts the mask on. Biden, that's what the damn mask is for. The kinds of investment that will stimulate. (laughs) He cannot make this stuff up, people. Watch this one more time. It won't play. Okay, it's fine. Joe Biden was out there. Take, he literally took his mask off, coughed in his hand, and put his mask on. You cannot make this stuff up. And last last thing I want to show everybody here, let's end on a good note, as I always do. Um, everyone knew that Trump was going to be on, what's his, uh, I can't remember his name now. Let's see, he was on a radio show. On a radio show, it had about 50 million listeners. I, it was things Rush Limbaugh, I believe. Not Rush Limbaugh. I can't remember his name right now. Can't remember his name, but he was on a radio show yesterday talking. It was Rush Limbaugh talking about taking questions from viewers, and he, he had a, re- an, um, a response to Iran. And he said Trump dropped the F-bomb on air in regards to Iran. Listen to this. Right. And Iran knows that, and they've been put on notice. If you fuck around with us, if you do something bad to us, we are going to do things to you that have never been done before. Now, that hearing that from our, our leader, I know some people don't like the cursing, but hearing that from our leader, that was a re- real response into a real answer um, in regards to Iran, because Iran's not very happy because Trump has imposed uh, sanctions on him on them uh, very recently. But you know what? Do I, would I rather have Joe Biden or someone like this running our country? You mess with us, you're going to get it harder back tenfold. And that's where I want to leave off today. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me today on the episode. Everyone out there on the podcast, thank you for listening. Please download this episode. Please give me a review on Apple iTunes and all the other podcasting platforms. And everyone out here on YouTube, 
please like, share, subscribe, tell everyone we are the news now. Check out the Woke Society's YouTube channel. It's growing every day. The Woke fam is strong. And for everybody out there that wants to really really just take their fandom of this show you really enjoy the content go to my patreon i do a private live stream every monday might be doing two live streams a week that is a private live stream just for my patrons it's very um it's very comfy it's very intimate there's uh you guys can ask me any questions i inter i interact a lot more in the chat people are loving it people are signing up like crazy it's really a lot of fun. You guys can donate $2, $5, 15, 25, 17. It does not matter. This is your way of becoming a personal uh, a personal sponsor of the show. And of course, my merch at uh, shopwokesize.com. You guys can check out all the merch here. I have beautiful hoodies. Get a hoodie now, it's getting cold out. Uh, T-shirts, cups, uh, mugs, hats, glassware, uh, defund the media, orange man rad. Uh, we see the the the, uh, the glass beer steins there. There's so many things. These make perfect gifts for family, friends. This might be the thing that red pills then pushes them over the edge. Could be the last thing. And of course, these Punisher water bottles are absolutely beautiful. So go check them out. It's been a great week, ladies and gentlemen. You'll see me back on Tuesday for my live stream next week. We have so much, so much, so many days in between now and then. Will we get the Hillary Clinton emails next week? We'll have to wait and see. But until then, stay safe, stay warm, and stay. Woke.